What are you guys talking about? Lights? I'm talking about bombs. Wait, shit, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm talking about uh, Bounty Bubble Beverage. Hmm. Listen, I can tell you about bombs. I can tell you about bombs. I can tell you about Bouncy Bubble Beverage. I can also tell you about Bouncy Bubble Beverage, actually. Greetings, citizens, and welcome to episode 43 of Paranoia. Fight together or die a clone. This is the exciting start of Mission 5. Unfortunately, it did not have the best start. Nothing went wrong with the mission nor the game. Our recording equipment had a few problems on the day that we were sitting down to play. Unfortunately, there will be a few hiccups where we got cut off and restarted. I've tried to smooth these out as best I can, but if there are a few inconsistencies or people realizing things are going to happen before they happen, it's probably because we already did that and had to redo part of it. I'm sorry that we couldn't do it perfectly, but it is what it is. In any case, this only happens a couple of times at the start, so the rest of the episodes in this mission should be fine. Now, after a variety of secret debriefings and side missions, let us begin Mission 5. So, today is Mission 5 day. Uh, do we do we have anything, any questions, any recap stuff? Yeah, what happened last time? Uh, last time you killed two brothers. I died again. More last time than that. What happened last mission? Acid uh, bomb. We melted an entire building. Acid bomb. Oh my god, that Ultra was the squad. last time? Yeah. It's aeons ago, huh? Hmm. Alright. Okay, I guess that's it. That's it. I guess that's it. You've been called into Troubleshooter HQ. It doesn't say for sure that you have a mission. It just says you've been you've been summoned for an appointment. Uh, I know with... how these go. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Um, are yeah. any of you bringing anything uh, different than usual? I know that some people have been buying and selling stuff. <sighs> What kind of um, things you have strapped to your belts? I mean, I've still got the giant truncheon that I always carry around. Comedically large truncheon, yeah. Got it. Yeah, my, I've got the usual stuff. Truncheon. My sunglasses. Also, yeah, my I want to take the fancy ride to work and look down uh, yes. on my red. Uh, I of think I'm going to start carrying around a laser rifle. I don't know if I usually do, but I've got one, so I'm going to do it. Okay. Uh, That's a lot. I get... Sorry. Um... What? I've got a question, Gust. Mm-hmm. Um, how mobile is the mobile thing? Do I need to say a mobile thing, or can I just say that? Do I need to say that I have it? Does it see it seeable? Uh, you got a little little rectangular bag strapped okay. to your your belt or your shoulder or whatever you want. Sure. Okay, that's all I need to know. Lights is carrying around his variable EMP device that he got from the Frankenstein Destroyers. Uh, last mission or a couple missions ago i don't remember but it's big enough that he needs to carry it around in some kind of case he can't just have it on his person fortunately when you get far enough into a campaign of paranoia if people casually mention that they're carrying around some kind of weird container nobody really cares anymore everybody knows they're gonna get stonewalled if they try to ask what's going on without any kind of evidence that there's some wrongdoing so people are just gonna let this one slide as far as i can tell Although, who knows? Maybe they're writing it down to make use of this later. What were you saying, Ram? I guess I've got my Kevlar suit on underneath the uh, the shit that I normally wear. Sure. And uh, I guess my blaster, that's legal to carry, right? Legal? Street legal? When, you are, when you're on 
Troubleshooter Duty. I'm assuming that this is Troubleshooter Duty. If not, then... It is. Okay, then I have that. Wearing the Reflect Armor and the Kevlar is allowed, but it will make you slightly slower to wear both. Is that okay? Uh... This is a dangerous question. I know this from experience. Mm-hmm. Wear the Kevlar. Fuck the Reflect Armor. I need to wear the Reflect Armor. That's the Troubleshooter Uniform. Gotta wear that man. is the Troubleshooter uh, Uniform. You know what? I have good agility. I will wear both. Okay. So, uh, you get to the headquarters. Once you're all there, you just talk to just, uh, you know, one of the usual people uh, who you know, and you say, hello, we have this mysterious appointment. Where do you go? And uh, they look at you, and they look at their computer, and they look at you again, and they say, uh, looks like you are going to the top floor department head's office. All right, then. Department head, that's not good. Which room is that? Really not good. Is this the, the guy floor. that we pissed off before? No. There no. are more than one room on the top floor, I'm guessing. Yeah, that's why he said department head's office. Okay, let's head up there. I head up the elevator. Okay, you all get inside, you all go up to the top floor, which is, I think, the 20th floor, if I recall. <clears throat> the top floor is, uh, well, the hallways are still red so that people can, you know, exist. The door that you are headed for is a blue, heavy blue door, and it has got a intercom with video on the front. Uh, is the button on the intercom uh, red so that you can press it? Good question. I, I guess the buttons on the intercom are uh, probably just gray so that anyone can press them. All right, I press it. Mm. A little light turns on, and then uh, you get scanned with a little little red scanning beam and uh that includes everybody who's standing in the hallway of course uh the video doesn't even turn on but the door opens and uh there is now there's now a blue room in front of you and you hear somebody say come in i come in i come in all right so you step into a um pretty honestly pretty plain looking office uh, it's blue. It's pretty much just plasteel surfaces, painted blue all around. What shade of blue? Um, I am colorblind. And I have no clue. I don't even have the slightest idea. Wait, you can see blue. Yeah, but I don't know what shades are. All right, is it is it like the dark spots from blue from Blue's Clues, or is it like the uh, rest of Blue's blue fur from Blue's Clues? Oh, um, I think it's the rest of the fur. It's more incredible. Pleasing oh, on the that's eyes. cute. Um, all right, so. What was I saying? Yes. Uh, it is very plain, but it is quite high-tech. Um, it's got some uh, bright white lighting. It's got two security cameras in opposite corners of the room. Uh, there's a desk in the center, and on the right side of the desk, uh, there is a row butler. Uh, and on the left side of the desk, there is a armored jackobot with... Whoops, the next two minutes of this are gone because our recording software stopped working in the middle of playing. That's okay, though. We will go to where I am describing the room again and then continue onwards. If people sound slightly irritated, it's because we just did all this and we have to repeat it. It has a uh, desk in the center with a row butler on the right side and a armored jackobot on the left side with what appears to be a small flamethrower or some other type of weapon. At the desk, a woman wearing a sharp blue suit sits 
She's got some fancy glasses with dark lenses, and her hair is in a tight bun. She's looking over three computer terminals mounted on her desk, but she presses a button, and they, uh, the screens turn dark as you walk in. Oh, deja vu. Yeah, deja vu. Um, so yes, you enter, and she puts her arms on the desk and interlaces her fingers and looks at you. And then she asks us, uh, Hello. what was our latest mission? Yeah, there's a long pause uh, in which you say hi, and she says hi, and then she says, did you get assigned a mission recently? This is the part that we just did. And we start blubbering. What's recently? And she says, since your fourth assignment. This assignment. They told us to come here. I can't remember. I don't think we've been assigned any missions since the fourth assignment. This mission. I've been assigned this mission. Yeah, we're here. Outside of this mission. She turns on her monitors again, and, uh, Looks over them. And then Can we she see says, what's on the monitors? Can you see what's on them? Yeah. Um, like, I'm not going to, like, lean over, but from where we're standing, are they visible? You might be able to see what's on them from the reflection on her glasses if you have really <laughs> Whatever it is, eyeballs. I'm going to roll it. If your mutant power is really good eyeballs, or if you've got robot eyes. Robot eyes? Yeah. I don't have either of those things. Okay. Yes. So she looks over them again, and she says, If that's the case, then I'm going to be assigning you to monitor another troubleshooting team today. Mm-hmm. Mm. This will be a discreet observation. Your objective will be not to be noticed as another troubleshooting team. Therefore, we will be sending you in disguised as a HPD and MC history quality assurance team. HPD and MC. History. I work for HPD and MC. That's wonderful. No, I don't, actually. <laughs> happiness, something. It's, Housing, preservation, it's development, and, and mind, control. mind control. What was that last bit? Don't mind worry about Housing, it. preservation, development? Uh-huh, and mind control. What was that last bit? Don't worry about it. Anyways, she continues to say... I'd like you to make sure that they do their mission correctly and that they don't do anything incorrectly. Specifically, monitor them for any instances of treasonous or insubordinate activity. Monitor for treason. Okay. If they fail to complete their mission, then you will need to complete it for them, as well as apprehend them, terminate them, or whatever the situation calls for. Terminate them. Hmm. If we have to do their job for them, do we get double paycheck? No. If they get erased, do we get their paycheck? I'll consider it. Erase them. (laughs) Okay. Got it. Erase them. Of course, you will also need to... You will need to keep up the appearance that you are in HPD and MC, but you don't need to worry too much about getting it right. Because an HPD team has already been through the area just recently, I have arranged the paperwork to allow an additional inspection, so you don't need to worry about that. I've got a question. I've also assigned you a bot who knows how to do the job. Of course, this means it is a bot from HPD and MC. Their machines can sometimes be difficult to deal with, and it does not have any troubleshooting programming in it. Therefore, I'm going to leave it to your team's discretion if you want to inform the robot that you are not a real team and that you are undercover, or keep it out of the loop. 
Is it this guy? Point to Jackobot, I guess. No, that is my personal <laughs> guard. I've got a question. Yes? Um, if there is a third troubleshooter team that is disguised as somebody that is monitoring us, monitoring them, you'd tell us, right? I assure you there will not be any such thing. It's not what I asked, but okay. If the situation escalates to the point where I would need someone to observe you, I will be calling internal security. Okay. I love internal security. Alright, roll out the spy bot. Wait, Anyways. wait, wait. Before uh, we, we meet the spy bot, uh, can we just have a little a little bit of a conversation? Are we going to tell him? I don't think we no. need to tell him anything. I don't, I don't want to tell him Absolutely either. not. Cool. You'll pick okay. up the machine when you get your equipment for the mission. In any case, do you have any further <sighs> questions? Yeah, uh, who's team qu- leader? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, she looks over all of you and she looks at her terminal and she says, Hmm, I don't like any of these choices. <laughs> Us either. Wow. Let's see. Kyle's been team leader two times, hasn't he? I lean over the desk and I say, <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, Lights, have you been team leader? Not that I No, recall. it's Light's turn. It's Light's turn. Well, she looks at you, Lights. Yeah. And she says, well, looks like you have only recently been promoted to Orange, but that means I haven't had time to watch you fail. I'm making you the team leader. Wait, have you watched everyone else fail? I run this facility. I have watched everyone fail. What's Jeez. this chick's name? Hmm? What's her name? Oh, uh, you don't have to ask. You know that this must be Caitlin B. J-U-X-7. Um, you have heard of her, but you have never spoken to her. Or even physically seen her. Until now. I wish I wish that we had continued not seeing her or speaking to her. Like, it's um, just a... Like, I am not terrified of blue people. Anything above that is terrifying. Anyways, she uh, takes out a little data disc and she... Uh, puts it on the edge of her desk, slides it over to the edge, and she says, Oh, before I forget, this is a map of the region. It may be helpful for you. Your destination is the heat exhibit. The heat exhibit? Yes. This disc also contains some information about the mission that the team you'll be monitoring is on. Okay. Well, I have a question. Watch this. What is it? Uh, you said that, uh, a team had already been through before us that uh, deals with the housing preservation and uh, the mind control thing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what if we encounter uh, work that they have done that is not up to par? If you find something wrong, you are free to fix it. However, considering it is not my department, I do not care. Okay. Further questions? Are we provided equipment or are we bringing our own? You'll be stopping by outfitting. I feel like we're ready. We're ready. All right. Get going. All right, going. I get going. Bye, Caitlin. Have a good day. Going. I get right. go. You take the disc, I assume, and then you leave? Yeah. yeah. All right. You step out into the hallway. The door closes behind you. All right. Okay. Let's go. Let's go to All right. Uh, you head to the equipment outfitting room for this mission. It is pretty much what you always expect to see. Big metal room. Uh, fenced off side person behind the desk. Mm-hmm. Uh, they look pretty pretty happy. They say, hello, troubleshooters. What can I get for you today? Uh, equipment. That's wonderful. 
A thermal detonator. Ah. Uh, he looks at his computer and he says, What was your mission again? For monitoring somebody. I don't think you need that. Well, then what should we get? <laughs> We're monitoring them for treason. Well, that's a good question. Why don't you uh, present me with your team leader first? Ooh, I'm the team leader. All right, he slaps down a... Oh, uh, he reaches down and grabs a red laser pistol barrel, but then he puts it back and he pulls out an orange one instead and he slaps it on the counter. I thought so. I put it in my pocket. I actually had forgotten that I was supposed to give him an orange laser pistol barrel. For a split second, I really was going to give him a red one because... After three campaigns, he's never been orange until just now. Kyle's the man who's responsible for acid washing a building, but usually those kinds of things happen because of lights. And usually he ends up getting erased, not promoted. I remembered at the last second, though, and I gave him an orange one instead. Alright. Uh, who else are you? What do you mean, who, el- who else am I? <laughs> What other team my... roles do you have? I see you Lights. have three team members. What are their jobs? Okay. Uh, Alec, who's orange? I'm orange. I'm Loyalty orange. officer. Loyalty officer. Got it. All right. Who's red? Me. Equipment guy. All right. Who's left? Bees? Yeah, I'm orange. Hygiene. All right. We good? <laughs> okay. Uh, which one of you wants to step up first? Me. Okay. Uh, you step up. And he says, ah, yes, uh, your machine will be at the front entrance to the building. Uh, here, he gives you a data disk, is the security key for the machine. Just give it this, and it will be added to your team. Okay. Can we have some kind of player for this uh, disk that we have? Uh, these disks are compatible with your PDCs. Oh, and of course, he also gives you a red laser pistol barrel. Mm-hmm. Of course. Of course, of course. All right. All right. Uh, next. I step up. All right. Loyalty officer. Uh, he pulls out a orange laser pistol barrel. Thank you. Obviously, he pulls out a truncheon. I look at it warily, and I reluctantly put it on my belt. And a loyalty enforcement stick. I look at it warily and put it next to the other thing I have on my belt. And he says... Hmm, that's a nice blaster you have. Thank you. Quite fond of it. Okay. Great. <laughs> yes? Was there something else supposed to happen here? No. Alright. Yes! I need my things. Right. Why is this outfitting officer so happy? Why is he acting a little bit strange? The answer is no reason at all. Characters that you meet in Paranoia tend to be strange. Usually this is because they're trying to kill you, or rob you, or trick you. But, you know, some characters probably are just doing their own thing. They might not have anything to do with you, or anything that you're going to be doing. Every once in a while, I'll throw in a character who seems like they're possibly doing something treasonous or strange but really isn't doing anything at all, or at least not anything the players would possibly find out about in the span of the mission. This also works well in helping prevent my players from immediately shooting or arresting anybody for doing something strange, because by now they know that sometimes weird things just happen. I wonder if this will fool anybody. I guess we'll find out. He pulls out a orange laser pistol barrel. 
Okay. And you're right, Ram. Yes, sir. I know that's a code word. Just throwing that out there. All Listen, right. boss, I don't know what you're talking about, and I mean that literally. Uh, he is going to give you the return of the liquid soap handgun. Uh, oh, no. D120. Uh, oh, no. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> you're the you one who made all. me hygiene officer. You can change your mind. You can still change your mind. Nice. This is, this is, a, this is a liquid soap handgun. Uh, it's pistol-sized. Pistol it resembles a squirt gun, basically, with a big comedic liquid tank. And he hands it over to you, and he says, Be careful with this one. They just re-legalized them. <laughs> oh, no. Ah, uh, the liquid soap gun. A creation of my own mind. This has been responsible for many, many deaths throughout the campaigns that I've run. It caused lights to slip out of a train window... It crashed an insect van. Pretty sure someone used it in conjunction with someone else using a flamethrower to cause someone to slide into the fire. I can't remember all the other incidents, but uh, it is sufficient to say that it is not something to be trifled with. Just re-legalize them. Lights, you can, you can <laughs> still you like change. Something... You could still make me something else. Would you like something less dangerous, like a blaster? Or a cone rifle? Or a thermal detonator? Uh, yeah, I would perhaps like a, a thermal detonator. Perhaps a nuclear hand grenade? Something normal? Uh, is that it? No, it's too late now. Is that what this guy just says to us? <laughs> or asking these questions? He says that with his eyes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright. Alright. Uh, so let her also get a blaster barrel, I assume? I think I already said that, but yes. Okay, let's skedaddle then. Mm. Alright. So you head to the... Uh... Front entry to the building. Yeah, oh, yeah. I pat the bot. Where is it? At? Where is it? All right. Uh, you head over to the bot. Give it a pat. It is the lights. And Kyle are both new recruits to Corpor Metal, and their first mission was to pat twenty robots on the head each. Lights already did this using his free time. Kyle didn't. So obviously, Kyle needs to pat this robot to increase his score. Um, I guess lights is just doing it out of force of habit. Oh, and this reminds me of one other thing, although it won't even be relevant until maybe next episode. But before this mission, Lights received a mysterious message telling him that the Pyrus unit must survive, whatever that means. He got this mission from Corpor Metal, and so did Kyle. So they both have the same mission. Unfortunately, a couple days after I messaged that to Lights, I also messaged him... You get another secret message which says you have a new objective. Pyrus unit must be destroyed. The first thing he responded with was, you already told me that. And then I said, no, I didn't. You see, one of the advantages of being in lots of secret societies is you get lots of bonuses as you can gain lots of different degrees at the same time. One of the disadvantages is that you can get missions which are contradictory. Sometimes your missions are just slightly contradictory, like try to steal these drugs. Or, make sure nobody gets these drugs. In which case you could say, I prevented people from getting the drugs by taking them and hiding them. And then you can give them to your other secret society, and as long as nobody finds out, you'll be in the clear. Other times... Mm, boy. Mm, boy. It's not going to be a fun one for him. It is a Jackalbot, you're pretty sure, although it's a different kind than you would see as a troubleshooter. 
the troubleshooter jackobots you usually get are a bit more armored for obvious reasons. This one doesn't really have uh, much of anything in the way of combat potential, not even unarmed or, or defensive. Uh, but it does look like it's got several antennae uh, coming out of its shoulder. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it looks like it has a variety of sensors, perhaps to uh, detect things. You're not really sure. And it looks at you. And it, oh, I'm so stupid. I forgot. Um, in outfitting, you also you all receive um, HPD and MC uniforms to change into. Okay. That all makes right. Sense. You can wear these over your reflect armor because I'm a generous god. Ah, thank you. This doesn't mean that if you get shot by lasers that it will burn through that and then your disguise will be gone. What if we choose not to wear our uh, reflect choose not armor? to wear them? The reflect armor. Then then when the lasers hit you, uh, it will go through your disguise and then kill you. But it'll be very authentic looking. Yeah, it'll look it'll, real. You'll, it'll, it'll look real. <laughs> it'll look real. It will be because real. it will be. Yeah. Um. Also, can I suggest while we're we're having a time limbo that we listen to our recording before we walk up to the robot? We're going to lie to about who we are. Uh, it's not a recording for the robot. It's just a thing that says "Hello, I'm your authorized team." No, oh, the... hold on. I feel like oh, I'm the, having the, a stroke. the other one. You can mm-hmm. if you want to. Did I get anything cool as team leader? No, team leader never gets anything cool. God, yeah, you idiot! They get the charge. shame of defeat. You, you, you wield the power to command people to do anything that you tell them to. Is that not All enough right, for you? Robot, identify yourself. This is actually kind of a house rule, I guess you could say, or just a house modification. I found that my players wanted Team Leader too badly. They were too willing to kill each other over it. And I want them to compete for Team Leader, but I don't want them to compete to the point where nothing else matters. Their main concern should be staying alive. Usually if one thing is too good and other things are not as good, it's more interesting if you make the things that are not as good better. Otherwise, every kind of character class, which you don't really have anything like that in Paranoia, but every kind of character will start to feel like they basically have the same set of skills and equipment. In this case, though, as I just said, being the team leader makes you incredibly powerful, You can delegate tasks and order people to go and risk their lives instead of you. The team leader just doesn't really need any more equipment than that. Or at least that's how I feel about it. This is less a Game Master tip and more of a Game Master personal anecdote. Uh, Robot, identify yourself. Yes, of course. I am T839934. HPD and MC, Historical Quality Assurance. Wow, I'm not going to remember any of that. Do you want a nickname? I beg your pardon? Do you want a nickname? No. I heard him. If you must refer to me in brief, please call me T83. Okay. Uh, is that 8 like the number, or A like the letter? T-8-3. It says, writing out the letters and then the two numbers with its finger in the air. No, I don't like your tone, mister. I apologize, team captain. Thank you. Oh boy, do we have By the way, uh you will be different names? If you if you refer to yourselves by your actual team roles instead of HPDC, T M M C whatever, 
roles, then uh, the robot will be confused and not understand what you're saying. Well, team leader is well, team leader. Well, no matter what. No, he's team Actually, captain. they call it team captain in HPD and MC. What is are that the, the robot other... saying that to me? <laughs> Maybe. What are the other <laughs> names? Um, I don't know. What do you What do you want to make up for yourselves? <sighs> That's our equipment person. Equipment person, gotcha. Just for loyalty, <laughs> dude. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think loyalty one. dude. Is no, <laughs> he's the loyalty dude. It's a team compliance officer. That sounds better. And that's the that's the cleaning guy. Equipment person. You were about to say cleaning lady. <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> and I don't want to be called that. I heard it. Please don't. Okay. Anyway, cleaning guy. Can I be the cleaning dude? I That's guess. two dudes, but I guess <laughs> I'll allow it. <sighs> so, so anyways, uh, you tell that robot to turn around and you want to look at your, your data disk? Sure. Yeah. It's just a map. Like, he can see it. I mean, it also, it tells you the um, the mission that the guys that you're supposed to be watching are on. That's yeah, he important. can't see it, team leader. Come on. Team okay, captain. that's fine. Okay. Uh, robot. Yes. Um, analyze that wall for me. Which wall? Can point at the wall behind him. Um, very well. All right. It turns Take around it and it starts scanning the wall. Okay. Uh, I'll let you know when you can stop scanning. All right. What have we got, guys? Okay. Pop um, that bad boy open. You put it into your PDC and everyone crowds around you to take a look at it. So uh, it appears <clears throat> that the the heat exhibit uh, is is called the History of Early Alpha Military Technology Exhibit, is opening again after some renovations due to frequent raids by the Romantics. The troubleshooting request specifically was that the cargo tram seems to be getting way too much traffic. They keep getting containers they're not supposed to have and having to ship them back. And um, some of the higher-ups are worried that maybe the Romantics are trying to smuggle things in and out. And they, there have been reports of some suspicious people hanging around that aren't supposed to be there. So they just want a general security check um, of, of the whole place, a little bit of inspection, see if anything's, any, anything's been emptied out, anything's been gone through, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, got right. it. We got it. The likelihood of me encountering my nemesis is rising. You have a nemesis? And I do have an actual map for you, which I will oh. post in Oh, my the... God. Uh, yeah, I know. It's been a while. Well, can you just... I assume you're just going to paste it over the uh, thingy? Uh, I, I'm going to put it in this Discord now, and then when it's actually time to post this episode, I'll put it in the other Discord for people in it to see. Uh, this place looks great. Uh, is tea the tram? Uh, yes. So there, this is located in a sort of a valley uh, of sorts with cliff faces all around, and there are little outposts on the cliff faces where somebody sits and watches to make sure no romantics are coming. Uh, there's mm. a tram station which is accessible via highway. The tram station leads to a large elevated platform that is elevated above a lake uh, so that nobody can just walk in. You can only get in via the tram or via a helicopter if you're a VIP. They do also have a helicopter manning station. Um, so you'll notice there are five zones uh, it is a sort of a disc with one zone in each quarter and then another zone in the center that is only accessible by bridges over the lake. And I will now 
tell you what these zones are. Um, obviously, the load place marked with a T is a tram. Zone 1 is arrival, cargo, and administration. Uh, the tram is both for personnel and also cargo. Ah, uh, yes, good. Okay, our recording equipment stops again, right here. And uh, then we have to resume and try to recap exactly where we were. I've synced these up as best as I can. Unfortunately, we did lose some very funny gags, but I believe that we repeat those gags in the next episode, so I haven't tried to recreate them here. I don't even know where the audio clips are. I'm hoping that I find them. Anyways, let's just push through for a couple of minutes until we get back on track. Zone 2 is the Ultra War Exhibition, which was formerly called the Exhibition of Vehicles and Mechs for Large-Scale Combat, but nobody was interested in it, so they changed it to the Ultra War Exhibition. Uh, Zone 3 is the Presentation Plaza for historical presentations, reenactments, and more. Zone 4 is the History of Inventory, and Zone 5 is simply called Snack Zone. Is that water between all the zones? Yes. Is it... Like, what kind of water? What kind of water? Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a pretty deep lake, uh, but it's not. Is it man-made? Oh, is it? Um, it has been modified, but it was there originally. Uh, but it was modified to be larger so they could make this entire thing an island so that nobody can fucking get on. Uh, this is, this is. Probably, it's basically the ultimate target for the Romantics. Um, also, it is their, this... it's their greatest desire because this is one of the only places where you can actually get historical items out in the open. Is the building like like you know when you go to the ocean and there are houses and they're like over the water and they have like big old beams in case the tide comes up or whatever? Is it like that or are yes. they attached to the floor? Okay, so we could, in theory, if we really fucked up, knock it down. Well, Jesus Christ, you could. I hope not. <laughs> I'm trying I love to the plan way you think. around that decision. That would be really fucked up if we knocked it down. <laughs> I hope you don't. Guys, would it be fucked up <laughs> if there were two troubleshooters in this mission and one of them knocked down the tower? What if we took the museum and we put it in the ocean? I don't what want to that? do that, but I want to know what the consequences of my actions could be. Kill I think it's ass. a fair question. All right, so... Well, unless um, you have a bunch of shaped charges, a lot of wire, and, you know, a lot of time. Is there a secret society that really hates the romantics? Who hates the romantics? Yeah. Uh, protect. Probably, yeah, actually, protect. But but they'd want the cool tech here, even if it's old, right? So that they could mess with it. They won't want to blow it oh, up. Oh, they, they would want the tech, yes, but they hate the romantics because the romantics just enshrine old garbage and say that it's the best and we should go back to it which is the opposite of what Protech wants to do which is advanced technology go back I want to be monkey yeah go back I want to be scrub butt alright anyways Kyle I think you were saying something to the team before uh, yeah before we said uh, I asked what everyone's sneak and, and shadowing was and Light said if I had six points to spend it wouldn't be in sneak but Lights doesn't realize that a lot of points we get are has stipulations that say you can't spend this on a point that isn't negative. So he can go fuck himself. Let's talk I don't about get my those. Sneaking. All my points are like, you can spend them whenever you want. But I guess that's just because I'm much cooler in a much better secret society than you are. My yes. shadowing isn't great, but my Idiot. sneak is good. If you you're, had... you're in a secret society? Yeah. 
I'm in the secret bot spotters. Do you spot secret bots? Anyway, I'm okay at sneaking, but I'm a little better than okay. And if you want me to shout at someone, um, I just need you to get me a big flashlight so that I can be more obvious. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat as Ram. I'm sorry, a big flash... What? Yeah, I'm going to take a big flashlight. I'm going to shine on myself while I'm shadowing to make myself just a little more obvious. (laughs) It's nice to know Ram doesn't follow us around. Well, uh... uh, We're going to have to shadow and sneak. You know that, right? No, we don't. We just have to disguise. disguise. But you know it's going to fail. Come on. There are Look, other op- there are other stealth options be- besides shadowing. If we all dumped shadowing, we don't have to use it. Okay, but we have to. Our mission today, if you have forgotten your objective, Ramirez, is to shadow a troubleshooting team. It it is that in theory, but we can just be like, we have to follow you around. That's our mission. No, we can't do no, that. No, we can't do that. We cannot do that. For HPDMC. No, that's not what they do. Bees, I want you to imagine you're a troubleshooter, right? So, and, and a here's, here's my plan, okay? People. Yeah. Hello, or HPD and MC. And they'd be like, okay. And then they say, why are you following us? And then we just say, troubleshooters are messy. And then we look at them, just dead in their eyes. And they're going to go, I guess that's true. And then they carry on with their business. Is that true? I don't think that's true because of hygiene officers. I think that's emphatically not true. Josh, what are the statistics? I want to look up the. Crime statistics on the bell curve. I'm just gonna cock my liquid soap gun. Well, it. lots of troubleshooting teams do leave behind messes. Um, is this troubleshooting team like How all reds? How is this reds, different or from like what I suggested? Or or what? Um, this is a team composed of three orange clearance citizens. Oh man, there are equals. Hmm. They are. Well, what do you mean our equals? They're not quite our equals. We have an extra red. They're my equal. Oh yeah, my you've god, got an extra red. That'll be the tipping point. I don't have any authority over oranges. This isn't how this works. Yeah, but there's one to one ratio, and you're, uh, you know, dragging your average down, not up. Yeah, I'm dragging it down. Uh, don't worry, I'll handle anything if I need to. I'm pretty good at uh, on the fence negotiations. Recent hmm. history has proven hmm. you're not. Hang on a minute. All right, I'm ready to go, wait. team captain. Oh wait, I'm waiting. Are you waiting? Mm-hmm. I'm only going to wait so long before I tell you to fucking go. <laughs> so you better come up with something real good. I'm waiting. Alright, let's go. <laughs> no, no alright, hold on. I'm done waiting. I can get someone to help us. What? We're shadowing a troubleshooting team. Is this a joke? No, it's not a joke. That sounds can great. I love help. I don't love help. help. You want help, these? No, I just blatantly said that I do not want help. I'm pressing. You don't the help want help. Button. I'm pressing. You don't it. want help, these? Bees, <laughs> what clone are you on, by the way? I'm on. What clone are you on? Two. Uh, I'm on clone seven. Yeah, well, clone I guess you need seven. to shut up. <laughs> don't lie to me. <laughs> what are you so readily believing that? Right, Your name uh, says three. You know. So here's the deal. Kyle, as we learned at the end of last episode, has earned himself a henchman. Or a henchwoman. 
a pool of henchmen and women which he can draw one at a time from. And most of them, especially the one that he has right now, are very sneaky. And as we just discussed, the players have a couple of missing skill points from the sneaky aspect of the game. Ram has immediately voted yes to whatever it is that Kyle's trying to do, and Beast has immediately voted no. He's asking their permission because things could definitely go very south for him if the players are not happy with a fifth person tagging along. They could get outed as being in purge, he could get outed as being in purge. Uh, anything could happen. He wants to get a majority vote, and Lights has not yet voted. He's currently messaging both Bees and Lights, and trying to convert them onto his side, but he needs to stall for time and prevent everyone from just getting on the tram and leaving, because once they're on the tram, he won't be able to get any reinforcements. Now he's running out of ways to stall for time, so he's going to resort to unorthodox measures. No. If I have a s- oh, Reasonably we are speaking, no. I no. all of this. You're putting your life in God's and the, hands. And the amount of time needed. All right, our podcast is canceled. <laughs> We've been canceled. Kyle. You know, God I was it, thinking Kyle. at one point that when we catch up with the podcast, maybe we'll also have like our live thing and then I'll edit them afterwards. <laughs> but I don't think we can do that, Kyle. <laughs> I'm just saying it with, with the... <laughs> and I can't complete it with... I need... More. Something has to happen. Something has to change fundamentally about the situation. Well, the you're gonna post the computer kernels and again. You're gonna go. You're gonna go and do the mission in ten seconds unless you do something. Just to clarify, these are not bad opinions held by Kyle. These are bad opinions held by a certain vertically challenged right wing spokesperson. There are a variety of people with really bad opinions who we think are very amusing to listen to because they sound insane. As such, when we are amongst ourselves, and not in public, we tend to repeat those things very loudly and boisterously because they are very funny. Of course, if you repeat them in public, people might actually think you believe those things, which would be bad. And even if I clarify that they are not things that we endorse or believe in any way, and in fact are things that we ridicule, it could still make someone's day phenomenally less fun if they have to listen to such things. Which is why, unfortunately, as amusing as it is to me personally, I have to remove some of the things that Kyle says here and there from various episodes, and some things that other people say from time to time as well. Are you familiar with the term problematic fave? Yes. Well, like, you're the time I love that Kyle was just like, wait, 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 I can do something, I can do something, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I... <laughs> you! You caused this. I had, I said, wait, I have, I have uh, something I can I'm help I'm getting us. on the tram. Now shut the fuck up, Lights is the tying vote. Lights is the one holding me up. Here I am on the tram. I'm Ram, shooting her. Are you coming? No, Ram voted yes, and you voted no. I you voted tied it up. Lights. I want help. What? Vote yes or no. Do you want help? I think your plan is stupid, Kyle. I think you're stupid too. We're getting what on plan the train. Is stupid? <laughs> your plan, whatever you're okay, voting it... on and voting against it. Do you know what we're voting on? I thought I my position as team leader very clear. All right, team captain. Yeah, okay. your team captain. Team. So, captain. anyways, uh, you take an auto car out into the dusty canyon area. Uh, and then you get to the tram, 
the tram station rather, uh, you get in. It looks like there's a, a ticket booth here, but nobody's in the ticket booth. Instead, uh, there's just two security guards. And they say, Oh, who goes there? Uh, HPD, HPD and MC. Good answer, idiots. I was wondering if you were going to say troubleshooters and immediately lose the fucking mission. All right. Wow, you have no confidence in us. I really don't. Uh, <laughs> he they, doesn't need to have it. One of them looks at uh, a clipboard and says, Huh, uh, yeah. All right, uh, HPD and MC team. The next tram will be coming in uh, two minutes. So just uh, have a seat here. Enjoy the view. Okay. All right. Thank so you. you're uh, you're sitting on the on the tram station, looking over. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is where uh, we get introduced to the troubleshooting team, right? Damn, Kyle. Um, no, they're already there. You know what's fascinating about trains? Trams. Trams. Because they arrive and leave at set times, it's not actually that easy to save time. You need to save like chunks and intervals of like you know. Five minutes, ten minutes. What? Just something to think about, you know. What, what are you? I'm not thinking about this, think team about Captain. It. I'm musing thoughtfully on the nature of trams. You're not musing anything. You see, you see a big metal rectangle getting slightly closer to you. Thank God. Along the cable. It's not quite here yet. All right. I start pacing. I'm eager for the tram to arrive. I know. I, I look around. You know, because trams can only go on one direction, or two directions, I guess, it's often said that they're on rails, an expression that is occasionally used for other things. Uh, yeah, I'm going to put you on the rails. There's a, It's basically a big concrete rectangle. Uh, there's a parking lot here for auto cars, a uh, ticket booth, and... Uh, Any visitors? Tram station, huh? Any Are, like, anybody, you know, coming to see the sites today? Uh, no, because it is still being renovated. It's almost ready to reopen, but... Uh... <sighs> One day away from retirement. But now we're here to save the day. <laughs> well, these people are all one day from retirement. Okay, it looks like the tram is right here, and the door's open. Let's get on. I'm in. I'm in there. All right, I'm you get on. It. The robot gets in. Yeah, I'll get in. All right, and uh, the doors close, and now you are taking a very slow descent. Was anybody not in here that should be in here? I don't think so. Mm. Has no, anybody not. decided not to step on the train and opted to die when I find well, you? Well, we all said Lights. it out loud, so Kyle would be the only one. Kyle, are you on the train? Not it's anymore. a tram. He's not on a train. He's yeah, definitely I'm not, not a on a train. He's Kyle, on a are you tram, on the tram? Could you explain to me the difference between a tram and a train? A tram is... Hung above something. A train is on top. Is that of... true? No. Stop doing that. <laughs> I'd like to access the Alpha Complex database to look up what a tram is. You can't answer that, can we? Nobody knows the difference between a tram and a train is. <laughs> it sounds like he's trying to Google it. <laughs> All right. I'm... No, tram, <laughs> stop tram the podcast. Train. We need to know. I don't think we need to know. Uh, there's only it. one thread in the Alpha Complex online database, and it's just train are trams are better than trains? A few inches above Although the trams are also tram railway modes of transport, trams are designed to travel shorter distances on public city urban streets uh, and roads with other vehicles. Train tracks are laid a few inches above the ground, while tram tracks are laid at road level to enable cars and other vehicles to drive on them. Yeah, but that's lame because this explanation here just says trams are very popular because they encourage people to leave their cars behind. And if you look behind us, our auto car is over there. So. Who's to say what is a tram or a train? Are we there yet, Goss? I'm going to say what is a tram and is not a train. I'm the authority. You know what? I hate Let's this. Let's just go. 
We're on the tram. On the tram. I'm going to investigate the tram. I'm going to see if it's meeting the quality standards of HPM, CPD, MD. Yeah, we can clean it a little bit. Robot. Do you want Cram to spray your liquid housing. soap in here? Robot, uh, no, scan that's not tram. No, if you spray liquid soap on a train, I will throw you out of this. I said no. Scam, scan <laughs> tram, robot. Do it. Investigate. You're the one who gave me this liquid soap. The robot just kind of looks at you, and the then it starts dude. scanning the tram, and it says... This tram does not appear to have any historical relevancy. I'm not sure if there's anything that I can do. That's good. It means that the that nobody has misplaced a historic tram and replaced it. Identifying what's not historically valuable is halfway to identifying what is historically valuable. I very well, Team Captain. This guy knows what's up. I like this robot. You don't act like it. What do you mean okay. I don't act like it? Should I be like You've holding hands with it and staring with lovingly at its eyes? Yes. Please do not do that. I would object to that, Team Captain. I would not do that because that is a waste of time. Okay. So, our, what's, what are you doing with her time otherwise? You know, we literally are on rails and we are currently. Alright, you get. You, the tram gets <laughs> to zone one and it lets you out. Thank you for listening to this episode of Paranoia. Fight together or die a clone. What's this about Ted Cruz and his wife being called fat by Donald Trump? I'm sorry, Ted Cruz? Is that what Ted you just Cruz. said? That's his persona, Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. Like, it's a giant, like, crow head inside, like, a business suit with, like, a regular person's body. Like an Egyptian god. I'm really mad about this. That's really cool. I think his persona is a cow. Butter cow. <laughs> In fact, my daughter's first words were... I love her.